You're listening to Real Estate with Kevin Turner on News Talk 4BC. I've quite often said when you watch someone who's really good at their job, um, it just they make it look so easy. And you know, the same thing can happen when you're buying a property. I know a number of people try and do it on their own. They try and do their own legals, um, but it's not until you do it that you realise just how important the conveyancer or the legal person is backing you up. So many things, I can tell you, can go wrong uh, when you're buying and selling a property and going through the legals. Later in the show, I'm going to walk through the three stages and we'll try and highlight a few of the areas that we don't normally talk about and some of the ways that they can go wrong. That's coming up later in the show. Uh, You know, saving for a deposit to buy a property is hard enough. Imagine the impact if you lose it when a builder goes bust. This does happen. That's just one of the dangers of buying off the plan. Here are some tips now on how to protect your hard-earned deposit and um, bulletproof your purchase. Veronica Morgan from Your First Home Buyer Guide podcast series is joining me and uh, she's on the line. Good morning, Veronica. How are you? Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Well, uh, look, uh, look, I'm I'm pretty good actually. But I, you're on holiday, so I really want to pre- say I appreciate yes. the fact that you've taken the time to talk. Whereabouts are you? I'm in the Hunter Valley, New South Wales. Oh, how nice is that? Mm. What's the weather like? Well, literally, we are leaving today, actually, which is good because it's pissing down rain. Am oh, I well, that on radio? <laughs> yeah, well, you did anyway. Um, <laughs> but um, it's, it's much the same here too. Uh, but, you know, we're in lockdown. I don't know if you caught well, up on that. Good yeah, no, yeah. As in rain, not the lockdown. So. No, no, no. I know what you mean. But it's, yeah. it's, it's nice to be here. Hey, Veronica, you and I spoke about this during the week, and I thought it would be an interesting topic today because we're hearing about oversupplies of units in the city. Um, it's when these things happen. I don't know that I'm, I'm, I don't know that I'm agreeing about an oversupply, by the way, and that's not what I want to talk to you about. But mm. sometimes when developers need to move their stock, they come in with incentives. Uh, and I think this is uh, something, you know, that they can be quite enticing. But there are a number of things that first home buyers should really be aware of if they're buying off the plan, aren't they? Oh, there are. It is actually the most risky segment of the property market, buying brand new property, whether it's off the plan or brand new or even a brand new house and land package. It's so risky, and so it, it, obviously, when a builder goes bust, it's even riskier. Yeah, I, I, I want to clarify one point. I'm not, we're not. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. All I'm saying is, if you do do it, you need to be aware of how you can protect yourself. That's exactly right. I mean, there are, look, I, I would never say that you know everybody loses money when they buy off the plan or that every building has defects. Um, you know, never ever say that. It's just that there are a higher proportion of people that do lose value um, on property when they buy brand new or off the plan because they're paying a they're paying a premium for a profit for a product that is brand new. It's a bit like buying a new car. The minute you drive it out the showroom, it loses value. And with a lot of new property, that's that's one of the one of the risks. Yeah, I, I guess too. The other thing too, when you buy off plan, likely that the completion of the product is not going to be for several years, and the market can move. It can move positively, or it can move negatively. And I, these are things that you've got to consider that you're buying, really, uh, not necessarily on today's value, but the value that the developer thinks the property will be worth in maybe two or three years' time, Veronica. Well, one of the big issues with, um, particularly with first home buyers, is that obviously most government incentives are skewed towards 
encouraging first home buyers to buy brand new or off the plan. And the reason for that is because, and the governments will say this, it's not really a first home buyer incentive, it's actually an incentive for the construction industry, which is one of the big employers of this country and obviously really important for the economy. And so, you know, first home buyers are really a part of that, that the fuel for that fire, if you like. And so obviously... When you've got incentives offered to you, you're going to be thinking, okay, well, I want to maximise all that money that's going to come to me free from the government. And so you don't look at comparing, say, the price of a brand new property to the price of something that's not brand new that could be nearby. And for that reason, that's one of the ways to protect yourself is to actually look at existing and brand new at the outset. And that's going to give you a better sense of value and whether or not you're overpaying for the brand new property. Another point too, and that is, uh, and this is once again talking about the delayed settlement because sometimes these things take a while to be constructed, is that the finance you get when you initially apply for it will need to be reviewed or renewed uh, prior to settlement. So just thinking that you've got finance in place now, in six, 12 months' time, you're still going to have to renew that finance application. Well, that's exactly right. And circumstances change, not just uh, you know, the market circumstances and people, certainly a lot of people got caught out, you know, with ups and downs of the market. But, um, you know, where properties might be settling two years after a deal was struck and prices have fallen, then they're actually trying to, you know, the valuation comes in at less than what the purchase price is. Now, that is called settlement risk and it's something that certainly came to the fore, you know, from, from 2018 for a lot of people in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. Um, but certainly... You know, so that's the market can change. Obviously, the banks can change their lending that's policy. Right. And your circumstances could change. You might have a baby. You might change jobs. You might, you know, one of you might lose your job, obviously, with COVID. But, or you might lose your job if you're on your own. So there's lots of circumstances that can change between now and then. Um, and, and that's a huge risk that a lot of people don't realise. Talking about finance too, and of course, developers need to get finance in place for a development. And part of that finance application or approval would be uh, that they need a certain number of confirmed pre-sales and sometimes if they don't reach those the the development might not go ahead so how how is a purchaser protected in the case where they may have paid a deposit or i'm asking are they protected uh do they have any recourse in case the development doesn't go ahead or it's even postponed well, there's sort of some legislation around this to protect consumers to a small degree, but the reality is these contracts of sale have been drafted quite often by big city lawyers, you know, and um, they are very, very much focused in favour of the developer. And, you know, an individual buying one unit in a, in a big building, for instance, is very little sway in terms of trying to get these, con- these clauses of contracts change to favour them and protect them in the event of these sorts of things happening. So the reality is that a lot of people, you know, and, and this is one way to protect yourself here, is to go and get a conveyancing or, or legal work done by a specialist in That's that right. field, not just a property specialist, but someone who specialises in off the plan. Yeah, because quite often um, there could be clauses in the contract that will allow the developer to alter certain parts of the plan, maybe even cut back on some of the internal areas or cut back on some of the uh, the balcony areas. Um, and, you know, the purchaser just has to wear that because it's in the contract. Well, there's a 5% sort of variance clause uh, that's usually in these that, that's allowed. And yeah, exactly that. I mean, you could much your bedrooms could be smaller, your money area could be smaller. I heard of one story where basically there was a big 
pot, a big base column in the middle of the living area mm. <laughs> that wasn't on the original plan. Um, so, you know, and you're like, well, that's within 5%, so, you know, like it'll lump it. So, yes. Those sorts of things um, could be problematic. Yeah, one other very quick point before we have to leave, uh, Veronica, and that is that when you're talking to your conveyancer, if you're buying off the plan, make sure you understand what the sunset date is. Uh, That's an off-the-plan contract. It's a date in the future within which the developer must complete construction of the property. So you need to be aware of what that is and and what surrounds that, what what safeguards there are surrounding that, Veronica. Well, absolutely, because the thing is that um, whilst you've committed to that property, you can't do anything else. Mm. If if it dragged on and on and on, you have no ability to go, right, well, that's it, I'm giving up now and I'm going to go and buy something else. So it's a very important thing to to be aware of. Mm. Hey, Veronica, a lot of this is going to be covered, of course, in your new podcast, which is is due out this week. Is it this week it's coming out? Last week, actually, your first home buyer guide. Yeah, well, I missed it, so I'll have to chase up on that. Your (laughs) first home buyer guide. It's a podcast. How do we get to it? Oh, you can iTunes, Spotify, you know, all your new, your usual podcasts. All the normal places. Yeah, (laughs) wherever you want to listen. So it's called Your First Home Buyer Guide. Uh, Veronica Morgan is the co-host of that, and she has been my guest. Veronica, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you, Kevin.